Welcome to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. My name's Samantha, and I'm here to help you ladies stop repeating the same behaviors and learn how to build the habits you need to finally lose the weight for good and uncover your badass self. If you feel stuck and overwhelmed with all the information out there, I'm gonna be dropping five specific episodes a week to help you gain the clarity you need in order to rebuild that confidence, get strong, and heal your relationship with food so you can finally build the body of your dreams. Now let's get started. What is going on, ladies? I hope you're having the best day ever. Welcome back to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. If you guys are listening on the podcast, make sure that you go and leave a review if this episode hit. If there's any that you have really like just found have made a big impact in your life, I would totally appreciate that. And today we're talking about bloating and basically like, you know, just overcoming it and making sure that, you know, we're feeling good and everything is doing what it should in terms of fat loss and progress and that we are seeing the type of results that we want. So, before we get into this, what is bloating? What is like, you know, discomfort? What is gut health? And like, why is this affecting your scale? Because a lot of the time the scale isn't moving for this reason. And I've seen this over and over and over again. You know, ladies are working really hard. You're like doing very well with your workouts, with your nutrition. You're doing great with, you know, staying active. Your stress is starting to lower. And you're like, I'm still not seeing the progress that I want to see. And I'm like, well, yeah, because you're only going to the bathroom once a day. And then everyone goes, what? I'm supposed to go more than once a day? And I'm like, you're supposed to go like two to three times a day to the bathroom. And once a day is just not going to cut it. And they're like, brain is exploding, right? And so we're going to talk about one, a few different things that we need to really make sure are active and happening before we even think about like, yes, fat loss is important and the scale is important. Don't get me wrong. I get like some of us want to see the scale move. And I think honestly, What really is driving me nuts right now is how everybody is saying how the scale doesn't matter. Yes, it doesn't matter, like to the extent where I think if you step on the scale, you shouldn't feel like you suck just because the scale didn't move. That's not how that works. Like, I don't think you should just like not work out anymore. But I also don't think it's a problem to want the scale to move. Okay. It's just when we tie like the scale to our identity, that's a little bit different. So I think the first thing that we need to cover is like, what is bloating? Because I think a lot of you ladies don't understand. I don't think you understand what bloating actually is, okay? Because bloating isn't just something that just randomly happens. Bloating happens for a reason. And normally it's just because you're actually full of poop. Normally you feel pretty full, you're kind of uncomfortable. And it also is caused by a variety of things. It could be overeating, eating too quickly. If you consume certain foods or drinks that you're either allergic to or that just don't sit well or that are just more voluminous, for example, like you know, broccoli is really good for you. But if you eat a whole bunch of it, you might be kind of gassy and bloated because it's a carnivorous vegetable. It's it tends to break down a little bit differently in your digestive system and can cause gas and bloating. Okay, so there's gas and bloating from like that kind of stuff. And then there's gas and bloating from like constipation and another foods and intolerances. Okay, as well as hormonal changes. So a lot of you ladies, if you guys have ever had, you know, your period, and your period's about to come or your shark week or whatever you guys want to call it your time of month, and you're like very bloated, you're like, I can't go to the bathroom, don't know what the hell's going on. That can also happen as well as stress, you can be super bloated from being stressed out all the time too. Another really thing, big thing that is actually very, I guess, like not talked about is that if you're someone who like always breathes out of their mouth, you also can be more subjective to bloating. Because again, you're like taking in air this way, as opposed to through your nose. So that can also kind of screw up your digestion and things like that. Because when you breathe in through your nose, you're also going to have different ways that your diaphragm and stuff like contracts and 
and the way that it moves and processes things. So basically, as you're breathing in through your nose, there's a certain process that happens when you breathe in through your mouth, a certain process happens. So if you guys are mouth breathers, you might find that you also have some kind of like digestive issues from that as well, because your diaphragm isn't moving the way that it's supposed to be moving, which then also basically like moves your digestive system, which then clears things out as well. So there's a bunch of different things that can happen. So now that we know what bloating is, you have to also understand that bloating is not the same as fat gain. Bloating is literally the accumulation of gas, fluids, things like that in your digestive system, which can temporarily cause you to gain weight. But gaining weight and gaining fat are not the same. Weight and fat, I will say it till the day that I die, are not the same. You can gain weight without gaining fat. I can gain weight by literally just having a smoothie. I can gain weight by having a cheeseburger. I can gain weight by literally just like not drinking water, drinking water. Like there's so many ways to gain quote unquote weight. Gaining fat is a process of actually like literally like there's too many calories, you're not moving enough and your body is storing extra things for later. Like that, there's totally different processes, okay? So if you guys go eat and then you step on the scale, you're going to gain weight, okay? If you eat too many calories, regardless of the calories and you don't move enough, you're going to gain fat. See the difference? Cool. So when there's like different bloatings and things like that, why bloating affects fat loss and why it affects the scale is because it can be difficult to see progress on the scale, even if you're eating healthy, even if you're exercising regularly, because you just, again, you're gaining weight, right? And so it can be incredibly frustrating and demotivated, especially like when you feel like you're like, oh, I just kind of like want to give up on my fat loss goals and all these kind of things because I'm never seeing scale changes. And this is why it's so important to make sure that you're one, taking progress photos, but two, also focusing on other things other than the scale. And three, it's also very, very important to make sure that when you're like thinking about why the scale isn't moving, you're also being very objective in terms of like what is happening. You're not just being emotional about it. With the scale as well, not moving guys and bloating. So what happens in this process of like bloating and digestive issues and things like that, a lot of the times it does come down to a lack of fiber. So when you don't have enough fiber, which is normally anywhere between like 20 to 35 grams of fiber a day, you're going to notice that. So what fiber does is basically it coats the inside of your intestinal linings and it helps food move smoothly through your gut. Okay. It helps it move smoothly. And then you have insoluble and soluble fibers. And basically what happens with those is that it also helps push everything out or your waste kind of like lets everything get out of your body. Okay. Now you have like over 20 feet of intestines. And so imagine when that's all filled with poop. It's not exactly the cutest, you know, nicest thing on the scale in the entire world. You're also going to feel very distended, which is going to make you feel like your clothes aren't fitting properly. It's also going to make you feel like you're super tired. And there's also a direct correlation between the gut and your mental health. And so when you guys are sitting there and you're like, oh my God, these negative thoughts just keep racing. You're like, oh my God, I feel like shit. Like my head's all over the place. I have brain fog. I'm not sleeping well. All these kind of things can also be traced back to gut health. And so not only is the scale not moving, but it becomes kind of like a catch 22 or like you kind of flip 180 here. We're basically like, okay, so you eat a bunch of foods that don't make you feel good. Then you see that you're bloated and you feel like you're not seeing any progress and you're, you're gaining weight and all this kind of stuff. Right. And then all of a sudden your sleep gets all messed up and your sleep is also going to affect your cravings and it's going to affect the way that you feel about yourself and all this kind of stuff. And then you get in the mental health aspect where now you've got brain fog, you're kind of like negative thoughts kind of start to come in, you know, all that stuff starts to play an effect, then you reach for food. And then that food upsets your gut health again, which then upsets your like sleep patterns, which then upsets the blah, 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 right? And it, it goes into this loop. So right now you're in the circle of like, I gain weight, I lose weight, 
I go back to my habits, I gain weight, I lose weight. But your gut health is also like it's following that circle also. And so when you have those two circles going on either side, it's like it's really, really hard to get out of that. And a lot of the times then you are like, well, I'm going to focus on the scale because the scale's not moving. But the problem isn't the scale. The problem is the fact that you haven't gone to the bathroom in three days. That's the problem, right? And so when you're looking at that, but then you're like, well, I don't want to eat healthy. I want to eat my chips and I want to eat all this stuff. I understand that. But that's where you also have to heal your relationship with food. See how this all comes into play. So now you're like, well, I don't need to heal my relationship with food. I just want to lose weight, all this kind of stuff. Yes, you do. Because if you want to eat the foods that like are fibrous, like your, you know, obviously certain types of veggies, but fruit, a lot of people have cut up fruit now, whole grains, oatmeal, all these kind of things that are actually very high in fiber. A lot of them are complex carbs because everybody decided to switch to keto for whatever reason. Hey, do your thing. But now you're not eating the foods that you actually need to eat in order for your digestive system to work properly. And then because you're like, your body is filled with poop, essentially. So basically, like, it's a whole bunch of different things from your hormones, like extra hormones, to extra food, to dead cells, all these kind of stuff, right? It's all the stuff your body wants to get rid of. If it is sitting there, it then can mess up your intestinal lining. Yes. But it also the hormones and stuff that are trying to like get out can also then get reabsorbed back into your body and deposited into different fat stores. And then when your fat stores start to release, or when you start to lose weight, those extra hormones then can also be released and all the blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. Right. So a lot of the times when we see people with like PCOS and things like that, that have developed it, a lot of the times it's from like your intestines, basically not being able to absorb different nutrients. It can also be because like your body is also like it, it has a hormonal imbalance, but a lot of them are also constipated. So once you get rid of the constipation, you normally notice that a lot of the stuff like kind of flushes out or like it at least improves. I'm not going to say that it's going to like cure your PCOS, but it can improve it. And so the thing is, is like we've had tons of ladies like Meg Perry, guys, the one who's like, you know, the one we just posted with all the abs. She literally has PCOS and is seeing fantastic results. So I'm just saying that like the reason why I'm saying is that the scale isn't moving. There's a variety of reasons. And obviously, I've gotten into a ton of processes today. But a lot of it comes down to bloating, to gas, to digestive distress. And this is why gut health is so important because like you're looking at the fact that you can eat a certain amount of food within a certain amount of calories within a certain amount of like if it fits your macros. And I did that for years and it was great. And like, yes, I saw progress. But at the end of the day, I didn't feel any better. My digestive health was a mess. My skin was a mess. Like, guys, this is the clearest my skin has ever looked in my life, like in my life. And then you're going to notice that your energy is a lot lower because your digestion is all over the place. Your pants aren't fitting well. You see what I'm saying? Like it all goes into all these other things. And so when you sometimes put your gut first and you focus on your gut health, you're going to notice that when the scale is going to start moving, you're also going to feel better. You're also going to sleep better. You're also going to have more energy, which is then going to help you lose weight, gain muscle, keep it off, all this kind of stuff. And when you start thinking like, hmm, I don't even look at it from like, is this going to make me gain or lose weight? I think about it as like, is this going to screw up my gut? Because if this is going to mess up my gut, it's not worth it anymore. Like alcohol? No, thank you. And the reason being is that my stomach is going to be a mess for three or four days. And honestly, not down anymore. It's uncomfortable. It hurts. It sucks. And because I know that that feeling is going to be instant or within the next like day or two, I'm like, no, no, thank you. Right. And like, I make this different choices. And I find that those choices still actually help me with my fat loss and my, my muscle gaining goals, but they do not mess with my head the same way as like looking at food and fat losses. Like when I look at food and fat loss, I'm like, oh, is that going to make me gain weight? I start to get into these negative spirals. 
But if I'm like, hey, is this going to make me feel a certain way? Is this going to make me feel good? Is this going to make me feel bloated? Is this going to make me feel like shit? Like, how is this going to make me feel after I eat it? I make different decisions because again, I have so many allergies, guys, that like sometimes I'll taste things and they'll be fine. And then it'll hit my stomach and I'm like, well, I guess we're allergic to this. And it's not even like anything like gross happens. I just get super, super like distended. I posted so many photos of just my stomach being like, oh, well, today we just hate you. What's up? And so I have to do a lot of, a lot, a lot of work in order to make sure that my gut health is in a good spot because I'm allergic to pollen of all things. So sometimes like things like wheat or things like chicken who have then eaten wheat, who have then that wheat has been around certain types of pollen, like messes me up. Like that's the extent that we're talking to. Like it's ridiculous. So the thing is, is like when it comes to gut health and when it comes to all these things, like y'all probably aren't on like that level of allergy, but it's like, it's because of that. I've had to learn a lot about gut health and I've had to learn a lot about inflammation and I've had to learn a lot about all these things. And I've noticed it in so many women that you guys think you have allergies, but actually you just have leaky gut. You got like this gut that's just not cooperating. You got all these different things that are not going well. And because of that, you're noticing that like, you know, you don't feel so good and all these kind of symptoms that I lifted. So if you guys do want to start feeling better, if you guys do want to start like, you know, gaining muscle, losing fat, seeing the scale change, you need to start looking at your digestive health. Like, are you eating enough fiber? Are you drinking enough water? Are you getting enough sleep? Are you managing your stress? Are you doing if it fits your macros all the time? Or are you like using that to incorporate certain fun foods, but also making sure that you're like actually incorporating the protein, the carbs, the fats that you need to in order to have like everything moving like smoothly, right? And if you're not, that's okay. But it's somewhere that you can start that might help your brain get away from the fat loss focus so that you can actually focus on like health first as opposed to fat loss. And then you're going to notice that once you get started with that, you're able to sustain it a little bit longer because you're not focused on like, oh, well, the scale went up like a pound. Okay, but like you're still doing this for your gut health. You're not doing this to lose a pound. So that means you keep going. It's another reason why you can't fall off track because now there's no on or off track. This is for your health. See, sometimes these mind games, guys, they work. They work so well. So like, it's like, that's another perspective that you've got to like think about because that's something that's also very, very important. If you guys are a current client, we are running a six week beat the bloat challenge. So if you ladies are on our get fit program, or if you are on one of our other programs, our one-on-one clients get free access, but our get fit program, it is going to be a six week challenge, beat the bloat. We're actually going to teach you guys over the next six weeks, how to actually like assess yourself, how to like figure out like different things like allergies, how to figure out, you know, if like, you know, the, the bloating or like the symptoms are extreme, like where to go to actually get help in terms of like figuring out exactly what you need to do. So we'll give you those resources. And then we're also going to help you create basically like a foundational plan in order to like actually stop being bloated and like keep it off. It's more so getting into healthy habits and what you personally need to do in order to like stop being bloated all the time. But that is available to our current clients only guys. So if you guys are on our program, you're able to upgrade to that challenge. And we're going to work one on one with you for the next six weeks to make sure that you're feeling your best and like actually not being bloated all the time. And then again, if there's anything else resource wise that you will need, we will also show you what you guys need to do with those additional resources to see results. So if you're bloated, if you're on a program, make sure that you message us or sign up. The sign up is on the Facebook group, ladies. So make sure that you take a look at that. If you're listening to the podcast, hey, by all means, you guys are welcome to join, but you got to be on the program first. So we we started doing six week challenges because our ladies love them. 
However, because we're getting so many inquiries for coaching right now, guys, we're only offering challenges to our clients. We don't have any more free challenges or paid challenges for our community. However, if you ladies would like some more information on like, you know, like free help, you're more than welcome to join our free Facebook group. But this challenge is going to be for our paid ladies. So love you guys. We hope you have the best day ever. I hope this gave you a little bit of insight because I think some of you guys were like, I don't know if I need this or not. Honestly, I wouldn't pass it up. It's not exactly something that comes by very easily because I feel like a lot of people with gut health right now on the internet, it's driving me nuts. They're like so, so shady with this shit. They're like, oh, the six reasons why. Like they have full Instagram pages like dedicated to bloating. And I'm like, yo, it's not that hard. It's really not that hard to not be bloated anymore. You just need to know exactly what you need to do for you. So as soon as you know what to do for you, you're fine. You won't have that problem. But like they're making it like, the six tips to never bloat again. It's like, dude, okay, just don't eat like certain people just can't eat certain things. Or you might have to just like heal your gut before you can actually eat these things. So a lot of you ladies like cutting out bread forever, you just have to do like six weeks of like figuring out what actually is like bugging you, you know, make sure that your gut is actually feeling good. And then some of y'all are going to be able to eat bread again, some of you won't, that's okay. Same with dairy, same with other things, right? Like not everyone's going to be able to eat it or not everyone wants to. But like, just because your stomach is reacting to things doesn't mean that you're like allergic to it. I learned that the hard way. I thought I was allergic to everything. I actually had candida like crazy, right? And then I had like an infection. And then I had like, I had a bacterial overgrowth. I had all this shit because I'm always inflamed because I have so many allergies. So like, ladies, I'm just saying, just because you're intolerant to something doesn't mean that you can't eat it forever. You just might have to like fix the environment in which you're putting said thing before it actually works the way that it needs to food for thought. So have the best day ever, ladies. Remember, beat the bloat six-week challenge. If you guys are on our program, the Get Fit program, Too Fit to Quit or the Time to Sweat, you're more than welcome to join. Any questions, send me a message and I hope you'll have the best freaking day ever. Thank you so much for listening. If you found value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you would screenshot and tag Samantha Mills Fitness on Instagram or leave us a review down below. If you'd like to go further in your weight loss journey with us, head over to my Instagram bio and fill out an application to get started. We'll see you in the next episode and I hope you have the best freaking day ever.